It's March the 13th. Let's read the Bible. Welcome back, friends, to this year-long journey from Genesis to Revelation in one year. We are currently about in the middle or coming up to the middle of the tremendous book of Deuteronomy, the, quote, second law. Moses sharing with the new generation, this young generation that survived the wilderness, repeating the law that had first been given on Mount Sinai because this younger generation, they were so young, many of them hadn't even been born during the days at Mount Sinai. God's giving the law through Moses a second time so they'll have it when they cross the Jordan River and take possession of the promised land. Just a reminder, all the videos, eventually, God willing, we hope to have 365 videos covering the whole word of God from Genesis to Revelation. They are all archived, which means that if you're joining us today or anytime recently, you can go back at your leisure and listen to all the previous videos. They're archived at keepbelieving.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, and also on Rumble. And if you want to listen to the audio, maybe you want to listen while you're riding your bike or maybe while you're driving your car, these audio, the audio portion of these Bible readings, they're archived on uh, Spotify, on Google Play, and also on iTunes. And thanks also, friends, for uh, sharing these videos, this whole project, sharing this with your friends on social media. We've got a great number of people all over the world who are following us along. And thank you for sharing this with them and inviting others to join us. So today, Deuteronomy 16, 17, and 18, chapter 16, uh, is repeated instruction about the feast days. Chapter 17 is more uh, instruction concerning uh, the, the laws once they get into the land. And then in chapter 18, about prophets, true and false. And guess what? In chapter 18, there is a messianic prophecy which is ultimately fulfilled in the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. See if you can find it when we get there in chapter 18. So let's start with Deuteronomy 16. Set aside the month of Abib and observe the Passover to the Lord your God because the Lord your God brought you out of Egypt by night in the month of Abib. Sacrifice to the Lord your God a Passover animal from the herd or flock in the place where the Lord chooses to have his name dwell. Do not eat leavened bread with it. For seven days you were to eat unleavened bread with it, the bread of hardship, because you left the land of Egypt in a hurry, so that you may remember for the rest of your life the day you left the land of Egypt. No yeast is to be found anywhere in your territory for seven days, and none of the meat you sacrifice in the evening of the first day is to remain until morning. You are not to sacrifice the Passover animal in any of the towns the Lord your God is giving you. Sacrifice the Passover animal only at the place where the Lord your God chooses to have his name dwell. Do this in the evening as the sun sets. At the same time of day, you departed from Egypt. You were to cook and eat it in the place the Lord your God chooses. And you were to return to your tents in the morning. Eat unleavened bread for six days. On the seventh day, there's to be a solemn assembly to the Lord your God. Do not do any work. You are to count seven weeks, counting the weeks from the time the sickle is first put to the standing grain. You are to celebrate the festival of weeks to the Lord your God with a freewill offering that you give in proportion to how the Lord your God has blessed you. Rejoice before the Lord your God in the place where he chooses to have his name dwell. 
you, your son and daughter, your male and female slave, the Levite within your city gates, as well as the resident alien, the fatherless and the widow among you. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt. Carefully follow these statutes. You were to celebrate the festival of shelters for seven days when you have gathered in everything from your threshing floor and wine press. Rejoice during your festival, you, your son and daughter, your male and female slave, as well as the Levite, the resident alien, the fatherless, and the widow within your city gates. You are to hold a seven-day festival for the Lord your God in the place he chooses, because the Lord your God will bless you in all your produce and in all the work of your hands, and you will have abundant joy. All your males are to appear three times a year before the Lord your God in the place he chooses, at the festival of unleavened bread, the festival of weeks, and the festival of shelters. No one is to appear before the Lord empty-handed. Everyone must appear with a gift suited to his means, according to the blessing the Lord your God has given you. Appoint judges and officials for your tribes and all your towns the Lord your God has given you. They are to judge the people with righteous judgment. Do not deny justice or show partiality to anyone. Do not accept a bribe, for it blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the righteous. Pursue justice and justice alone so that you will live and possess the land the Lord your God is giving you. Do not set up an Asherah of any kind of wood next to the altar you will build for the Lord your God. And do not set up a sacred pillar. The Lord your God hates them. Deuteronomy 17. Do not sacrifice to the Lord your God an ox or sheep with a defect or any serious flaw, for that is detestable to the Lord your God. If a man or woman among you in one of your towns that the Lord your God will give you is discovered doing evil in the sight of the Lord your God and violating his covenant and is gone to serve other gods by bowing in worship to the sun, moon, or all the stars in the sky, which I have forbidden. And if you are told or hear about it, then investigate it thoroughly. If the report turns out to be true that this detestable act has been, has been done in Israel, then you are to bring out to your city gates that man or woman who has done this evil thing and stone them to death. The one condemned to die is to be executed on the testimony of two or three witnesses. No one is to be executed on the testimony of a single witness. The witness's hands are to be the first in putting him to death. And after that, the hands of all the people, you must purge the evil from you. If a case is too difficult for you concerning bloodshed, lawsuits, or assaults, cases disputed at your city gates, then go up to the place the Lord your God chooses. You are to go to the Levitical priests and to the judge who presides at that time. Ask, and they will give you a verdict in the case. You must abide by the verdict they give you at the place the Lord chooses. Be careful to do exactly as they instruct you. You must abide by the instruction they give you and the verdict they announce to you. Do not turn to the right or the left from the decision they declare to you. The person who acts arrogantly, refusing to listen either to the priest who stands there serving the Lord your God or to the judge must die. You must purge the evil from Israel. Then all the people will hear about it, be afraid, and no longer behave arrogantly. When you enter the land the Lord your God has given you, take possession of it, live in it, and say, I will set a king over me like all the nations around me. You are to appoint over you the king the Lord your God chooses. 
Appoint a king from your brothers. You are not to set a foreigner over you or one who is not of your people. However, he must not acquire many horses for himself or send the people back to Egypt to acquire many horses. For the Lord has told you, you are never to go back that way again. He must not acquire many wives for himself so that his heart won't go astray. He must not acquire very large amounts of silver and gold for himself. When he is seated on his royal throne, he is to write a copy of this instruction for himself on a scroll in the presence of the Levitical priest. It is to remain with him, and he is to read from it all the days of his life so that he may learn to fear the Lord his God, to observe all the words of this instruction and to do these statutes. Then his heart will not be exalted above his countrymen. He will not turn from this command to the right or the left. And his sons will continue reigning many years in Israel. As I was reading that, I was thinking, if only Solomon, he's what, four or five hundred years down the road. If only Solomon had paid attention to what Moses said in Deuteronomy 17. If only he would have saved himself a lot of trouble. Now, Deuteronomy 18, I want you to pay attention because this messianic prophecy is coming up here in just a moment. The Levitical priests, the whole tribe of Levi, will have no portion or inheritance with Israel. They will eat the Lord's food offerings. That is their inheritance. Although Levi has no inheritance among his brothers, the Lord is his inheritance as he promised him. This is the priest's share from the people who offer a sacrifice, whether it's a goat, uh, an ox, a sheep, or a goat. The priests are to be given the shoulders, jaws, and stomach. You are to give him the first fruits of your grain, new wine, and fresh oil, and the first sheared wool of your flock. For the Lord your God has chosen him and his sons from all your tribes to stand and minister in his name from now on. When a Levite leaves one of your towns in Israel where he is staying and wants to go to the place the Lord chooses. He may serve in the name of the Lord his God like all his fellow Levites who minister there in the presence of the Lord. They will eat equal portions besides what he has received from the sale of the family estate. When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving, giving you, do not imitate the detestable customs of those nations. No one among you is to sacrifice his son or daughter in the fire. Practice divination, tell fortunes, interpret omens, practice sorcery, cast spells, consult the medium or a spiritist, or inquire of the dead. Everyone who does these acts is detestable to the Lord, and the Lord your God is driving out the nations before you because of these detestable acts. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. Though these nations you are about to drive out listen to fortune tellers and diviners, the Lord your God has not permitted you to do this. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own brothers. You must listen to him. This is what you requested from the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly when you said, let us not continue to hear the voice of the Lord our God or see this great fire any longer so that we will not die. Then the Lord said to me, they have spoken well. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers. I will put my words in his mouth and he will tell them everything I command him. I will hold accountable whoever does not listen to my words that he speaks in my name. 
But the prophet who presumes to speak a message in my name that I have not commanded him to speak or who speaks in the name of other gods, that prophet must die. You may say to yourself, how can we recognize a message the Lord has not spoken when a prophet speaks in the Lord's name and the message does not come true or is not fulfilled? That is a message the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously. Do not be afraid of him. There's a lot there. There's in all these chapters, but how about this? I will raise up for you a prophet. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers. I'll put my words in his mouth and he will tell them everything I command him. In a general sense, that's true of all the prophets of God. But this one, this one, go all the way to New Testament. It's Jesus, prophet, priest, and king, raised up, raised up from among God's people, the Son of God. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. He spoke the words of God. He is the ultimate prophet, if you will, the ultimate spokesman from the Lord our God. Listen to him. So may we today, in all of our coming and going and buying and selling and talking and laughing and chatting and social media and everything else we do today, may God Make us people who listen to the words of the Lord Jesus Christ, that we follow him completely. Be his servants. Lord, give us listening ears to hear what you're saying. and Give us eager hearts, ready to obey. That's our prayer for today. Go out and have a great day, folks. Come back tomorrow. We'll do this again. God bless.